Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. I had to—I got a new phone in the week, and I couldn't transfer over any of my notes, which is where I keep the script. And I had to rewrite it. I didn't have to consult anything. I just—just just part of my brain now. These <laughs> these sentences are part of my brain, and I know them by heart. The rules are simple. Every week we can discuss. Any of your film ideas, as many as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be wrapped and placed under the tree for your least favourite cousin. I'm Joel, the man who puts Belle in Deck the Halls with Bells of Holly, and across from me is John Harris, a man so French, he calls Santa Monsieur Christmas. I couldn't remember the French for Father or Christmas. It's the Père Noël. Well, Mr. Christmas? Mr. Christmas works too. Um, we're here to celebrate Christmas, John. Yeah. The show's going out a day early in a break from tradition. Yeah. Which is quite exciting, I think. That's like in the Europeans on the continent. So they this is how you're trying to celebrate. French up. Yeah, that's what so I was thinking. Something that's happened in recent years is my stepmom. Bear in mind, I'm an adult and my sister's an adult. You know, yeah. Like age-wise, we're yeah, defined yeah, yeah. as adults. She started trying to do that open one present on Christmas Eve thing. That is but weird. we're adults. We can delay our yeah. gratification until Christmas. We've been doing it for 20-odd years. That is weird. Why is, that, why is that being introduced as a rule now? I think she just wants a present. I she think- wants the present. It's like a Christmas midlife crisis. It is a midlife Christmas crisis. She's got like a red leather jacket instead of like <laughs> a Sunday best now. But yeah, have you ever done the opening of a present on Christmas Eve? Yeah, well, we'll open the ones from our French grandparents because... Because that's the thing. That's, that's good, what uh, do I there. can just about excuse that. Thank you so, so you much. get two Christmases. Post-Brexit. And I get two Christmases because of the old divorce. So, uh, you know, that's, and that's what they do on the continent. <laughs> I'll have a Christmas on Boxing Day where I get to open presents. But I would never open a present on Christmas Eve. I, no? I, the thought of it disgusts me. No, wait yeah. four hours and you can open them <laughs> the first thing Christmas morning. Yeah. Earliest you ever got up to open a present? Uh, so I would say... I, Christmas Eve, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, I am. Well, the, I still have a bit of a hangover from my childhood. <laughs> Not literal. Do you get up really early? <laughs> I still... I can't. I get up so early. I, I'm so embarrassed five, about it. 5.30. Yeah, I'm up at 5.30. So, what do you do for the next <laughs> no. three hours? Because no one else gets up and at that time anymore. Because it's like, obviously as a kid, I was, it was because I was excited. But as an adult, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that excited. Oh, I am. Well, but, I am, but like, I'm not like... I just, yeah, I can't shake it. I can't shake it. And it's just... It drives everyone insane. Yeah. My girlfriend hates it. I'm an early riser anyway, mm. but at Christmas, I'm getting up so early. But it's what do I expect is going to happen? There's yeah. nothing on TV. It's I can barely move a muscle. I can't, you know, wake anyone. Yeah. I just have to lay there excited. I don't get a stocking anymore. <laughs> like, I can't do anything. 
It's quite sad. Shall we have yeah. our Christmas suggestions yes, from the please. people? Uh, th- I really like this one. This one's from Paul. Slade Runner. Deckard is brought out of retirement to hunt down and eliminate Noddy Holder for his heinous musical crimes. That is very good. Deckard the Halls with Bells of Holly. For the record, I didn't say they were heinous musical crimes because I would, I would argue that they're not musical crimes. What would you his, say they were? Petty misdemeanors? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like uh, money. He's not, yeah, he's going to get community service at once. Yeah, it's not. They're not violent crimes. They're like no. uh, money laundering or something. Is that bad? That's really bad. You are is so it? posh. Is you it? are so posh that the petty crime you think of is money laundering, not like shoplifting. Uh, no, it, it <laughs> is. It is. How did your dad afford your Christmas present? Every time Noddy Holder drinks, he steals uh, police signs. Which, yeah, that's good. That's better. Which is like what? Are the, what are the police signs? Well, no, like, sorry, road signs. What are the signs? main police signs that you police. see out about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're the police. Yeah. He actually just steals the like the sign that says police on the front of his local police <laughs> bureau. Okay, good. Yeah. It's actually, next year is actually Blade Runner year. Yeah. 2019. I'm very excited. I can't wait to, oh, eat some noodles in the rain. Uh, or do everything in the rain, really. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. For, it's going to rain all year next year. It was That's the big thing about next year. It was raining yesterday all day, and I was thinking, oh, this oh. is a warm-up. Yeah, rehearsal. Um, I'm going to wear a big, long trench coat. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to... I'm going to get, like, a really big block fringe. Oh, I'm going to go sheer blonde. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That'd be hold good. a dove. <laughs> right, well... Um, I, That's I all of Blade... Uh, we just sort of discussed the whole plot of Blade Runner there, didn't we? We're so People great. that haven't seen it. But it's good. I like, I like the idea of Harrison Ford at Christmas. Has he done a Christmas film? Definitely not. He's no. too grumpy. Yeah, he's kind I of the would... Grinch, isn't he? So he's going to lock up uh, Noddy Holder he hates for writing this. Oh, that's nice because that's more yeah, on he brand. He hates Christmas. We could actually get Harrison on for a Christmas film in which he, he's... He's a big but grump. He, there needs to be a third yeah, act revelation where he... No, just... there isn't. <laughs> it's a dystopian future, Blade Runner. He, he just gets rid of Christmas. He's, <laughs> he's got rid of all of the... What are they called? The replicants. He's got rid of all the replicants and now he has to get rid of Christmas. That's the tagline. Ah, nice. Yeah. All right, what about this one from Adam Lewis? Chicken Little Women. Do you know Very much? good. That is very good. I feel like I've almost heard that before. Oh, no, maybe I think we might have done Stuart Little Women. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, what my bra- this is what my, our brains are these days. Was it, was it Chicken Little Women or Stuart Little Women that we discussed once? Um, it's really good. I, I know the plot of Chicken Little better than I do the plot of Little Women. I don't know the plot of either of these things. Chicken Little, the sky's falling down. What? Is that what happens in Chicken Someone, Little? For somehow, Chicken Little gets hold of some sort of secret information yeah. that the sky is about to fall down. Classic. And so he runs from animal to animal, telling them that the sky is about to fall down. And no one believes the chicken. Why would you? Is chicken, then I can't remember what happens in the end. Is Chicken Little like a kid's book? Yeah. Oh, because like I only really know of it as like there's, an, there's a film, isn't there? Yeah, but it's about the sky falling down. Um... You know the Bond film, Skyfall? <laughs> it's based on the Chicken Little children's book <laughs> that Ian Fleming also wrote. He wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Did he? Yeah. Wow. There you go. Look. What a Christmas Eve show this is. It's yeah. for the Revelations, Festive Revelations. So Chicken Little, the sky's about to fall down. What's Little Women about? Little Women chronicles approximately Little 15 Women. years in the life of the March Is that one of the family. new SoundCloud rappers? <laughs> uh, it comes largely from the experiences of the family of the author Louisa May Olcott. The Marchers live in Concord, Massachusetts, and the book begins at Christmas... Hello. 1861, during the Civil War. Part one of the book covers just one year. I got that information from gradesaver.com. Thanks to the guys at gradesaver.com. And to get 10% off your next grade. grade. <laughs> get, to get 10% added to your yeah, next grade, you use the code off. Dream Factory f- to claim that at gradesaver.com. Thanks again, gradesaver.com. That's G-R-A-D-E-S-A-V-E-R.com.
They always spell them. Gravesaver.com. All brands that sponsor podcasts spell the, the words in a way that you wouldn't expect. So yeah. they always have to spell them out. Uh, when you give your phone number, what format do you do it in? Apparently I do it in a reckless way. I go 524. Is that weird? I go 22223. Whoa! Is that right? I yeah. just leant back on my chair, listener. Uh, let us know. I'd rules? love to know the delivery mechanism of yours. I think most people start four. Oh no, so it's two, three, three, three. Yeah, that's eleven. Yeah. Everyone starts oh seven, then, do they? That's a classic. Ear. Oh yeah. Everyone, don't, I take that as red. The I take. I, <laughs> <laughs> I take that as red. So I hit them with the next three. I think. Come on, on your toes. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Two, three, three, three. And then I give them a two in the middle. Just cool down there, guys. You probably think I'm going a bit quick. <laughs> and then I hit them with the final four. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what, what are we talking about? Uh, I was hoping Chicken Run might get a wrench in there somewhere, but it didn't because it was actually neither of those things. But it's a great film, I, and it is—it's—it's it's not officially a Christmas film, but it's got that vibe of it's absolutely going to be shown on ITV over the festive period. Those guys at Armour know what they're doing. Oh, every, yeah. They make every film with the the old Christmas repeats in mind. That, that's the first pot, point on the drawing board. Yeah, Chicken I, ever make it to your table at Christmas? But no animals make it to the table apart from humans, to be bleak. Oh, uh, well, they know they're on the table. Well, yeah, but it's not like they've made it. Oh, so they're oh, they getting served in the kitchen and then you take it through to the table. What are you saying here? Oh, I just meant they're all dead. They're all, obviously, they're all dead. We're taking that as red. Uh, well, never, never even a little pet's popped up. Or do you eat that as well? I think the food, as far as I can remember, thanks for asking, uh, the food will be in the kitchen and brought through. Plate it up. I think we play it up in the kitchen. Controversial. I mean, and your phone delivery method thing. and how you're placing up are very odd. So you're not, you haven't I've got table mats in the middle of the table stretched mm. out, and then dish, 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 dish. No, I think Neat. I've te- I've I've gone back on it. I think we do, and then we immediately take it back because of insight into my partial life. We have an argo, so you you want to get the you want to get the food. Oh, you want to get the most out of the argo. You want to get the food back to that surface to keep it warm. An argo. What's it like having an argo? It's great in the morning. And you it must be in, which, in front of it. Who brings it through, the butler or the mate? <laughs> no, we give them the oh, day you know, off. Half day off. <laughs> yeah. We've got to come and clean it up later. <laughs> right, so that... An argo. That was Chicken Little Women. Thank you very much, Adam. Here's one from Jason. After Christmas, a drunk New York playboy decides to take over the reins from his inept dad for the festive season. So there's obviously half of Christmas already exists. Yep. And there's the classic... What's the pun there? That half of Christmas? I never really understood it. Because oh. it sounds like half of Christmas. Like, <laughs> that's, is that the pun? I've not seen the film. That's what my butlers get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes the butler half of Christmas. <laughs> hey? Not even on double time. Uh, yeah, Go and clean the toilet. It's a good point. It is, that title is... It's too much of a pun. It's presented to you like it's a pun. Yeah. But it's not. Okay. Apologies for that. Why is he a New York Playboy? Is there a famous New York Playboy called Arthur? Yeah, there's a film. Um, it was originally, I want to say, Michael Caine, and then it was the one that was done by... Isn't oh, that the one Russell that was Brand. done by Russell Isn't Brand? Isn't it Peter Thingy? That's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to the Google machine. It's not Michael Caine. Is it not? Apologies. Ooh. I'm thinking of Alfie, which was Michael Caine, and then Jude, oh, Jude Law. Law. Uh, so the original Arthur is Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore! Yeah, and then Russell Brand did it. To critical disclaim. Yes. I, disclaim? I, uh, I, I'd imagine, once again, uh, this podcast would be so good if we actually consumed culture. Like, honestly. Imagine, we imagine don't. We just people, do puns of films. Imagine, if, imagine people who knew what they were doing doing this show. They um, wouldn't, though, would they? They wouldn't know the they, puns. They'd do something good with their time. If they knew <laughs> yeah, what they were true. doing. I assume it's like a rich, spoiled boy inheritance. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he's... Brewster's million situation. And then eventually has to learn how to be responsible with money. Mm. And so... 
And then Arthur is probably the exact same thing already. Arthur Christmas is probably already that, but with... With Christmas d- animation. Yeah. It's interesting to think that in the Arthur Christmas world, Santa has a child. That's not like something that... There's a lot is that of... Is a plot? Let's... Right, we're going to Google. Does Santa... So Santa fucks? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a good, good, good... I'm just trying to use question. internet language. Santa fucks. Right. Is that one of the film ideas that we've got? James McAvoy is Arthur Claus, the good-natured but clumsy younger son of Malcolm and Margaret who work in the mailroom. Uh, so they're all called Claus? Nepotism, mate. Absolute nepotism. Santa's just hiring his family. Oh, mate, this is... So yeah, they are shambles. called Claus. They're all called Claus. There's got to be... And that, they, it must get incredibly incestuous in there because they can't outsource. It's a good point. This, yeah. is, this is a disgusting film. Yeah. Horrid. They, Morally be- abhorrent. Get rid of it. Never watching that. Never showing. Let alone, I don't care about. You know, a lot of people that say they won't show their kids old Disney films. Yeah, my kids aren't seeing Arthur Christmas. <laughs> um, At least, to my knowledge, there's not a lot of incest in the old Disney films. Is that? Um, it's a. There, 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 Is there, it a good question, John? Mm, I don't know. I say when you say a point, I often follow up with "It's a good question" because my brain is thinking, and that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, yeah. There's like lots of fantasy worlds. I think there's so few people there that if they're going to continue these, yeah. these species, the smells they're going to have to get the smell incesty. You tweeted a question earlier in the week. Yeah, I wanted we to get this on the discuss. record at some point because um, me and my mate were playing twenty questions over WhatsApp. Because we were quite bored. <laughs> I can imagine. And his pick was Papa Smurf. And that, that's the first round of twenty questions. That's a bit mean, wouldn't you say? Because we hadn't even established whether we were allowing fictional or non-fictional characters. Yeah, I think my first one was like Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. and. I want the record to state that he'd managed to get it down to the fact it was an ex-US politician that played an instrument and he couldn't guess it. That's quite funny, uh, isn't it? Yeah. I'd You're an idiot, Tom. You're an idiot. And I'm furious with you because we played 20 questions yeah. and I'd sort of established that it wasn't human quite late into the 20 questions Good. and that it was fictional. Okay. But I'm backed into a corner. I haven't got many questions. Left. So I asked, is it a mammal? Because mm-hmm. I think if you're doing fictional characters, you might go elsewhere. And he just straight away went, no. Instant no. Not even a caveat on it. He said, no, not a mammal. And then as a clue, when I had like one question left, he said, it's got a hat and a beard. So I'm trying to think of some fictional animal, like a reptile or a fish, <laughs> with <laughs> like a hat and a beard. Like a and, I, and I also knew that it spoke English. So I'm trying to, yeah, trying to think of some bearded, hatted bird that speaks <laughs> English on TV. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. Would you say a Smurf's a mammal? I would have assumed that it, it was definitely a mammal. Does, does yeah. it lay an egg? Does it lay an egg? No, it's a mammal. Yeah, I'd have... Does it lay an egg? I've, uh, I've sent the message, does it lay an egg, about 50 times in the last few days. <laughs> does it lay an egg? Every time he messages me. More, how, are you, how are you doing, Joel? Does it lay an egg? <laughs> also... Yeah, the, it's a the, fucking mammal. It's, a ma- it's not even a question. It's not even a debate to be had. It's they're clearly mammals. But I would say, even if there was a debate to be had here, that he should have made that clear in the twenty questions thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have said the species is unknown, maybe. Yeah. So I would be inclined to agree. With <laughs> I'm so mad about it. What were we talking? Why did this? Come and then he's like, "Oh, I played it with my girlfriend. She got Papa Smurf, and we fucking deserve each other." Then. <laughs> Never speak to anyone except each other ever again. <laughs> that sort of shit. Anyway, sticking around to the end of this podcast, maybe we'll have a little game of 20 questions. Oh, cute. That's that's a great like Christmas thing to do with your family if you're stuck after Yeah, lunch. and you can get into arguments like this, yeah. and it's not an argument over Brexit. Oh, Look, between dinner and dessert, yeah. which two debates would you rather have? Leave or remain, or yeah. mammal or non-mammal? So that's I know it. which one I'd rather have. Sec- as soon as the conversation goes towards Brexit, Just go. Um, I'm going to go, is this a mammal? Yeah. As soon as Grandad, you know, rouses from his his slumber to go, we voted Leave, like, eh, but it's a smell for mammal, Grandad. It's a smell for mammal, and I'll just keep screaming it until. Um, Does it, it lay yeah. eggs? 
Oh, well, it wouldn't be Christmas without an argument, and you might as well make it less serious than uh, Brexit. So, uh, here's one what, from... That, you sound like you're doing a link on this morning, then. <laughs> <laughs> like you were segueing between two items. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be Christmas without an argument, so why not make it on something less uh, fancy than Brexit? Anyway, over here we've got Jane. She's been knitting her own socks <laughs> for the last ten years. Let's go over to the social media board. saved a million pounds. Um, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Uh, This one's from Len. This has taken us right back to the start of the whole Christmas thing. The passion of the Chris. Wow. Just a guy called Chris. A really passionate guy (laughs) called Chris. But maybe th- I feel like there has to be some parallels. We've got a few Chris's, haven't we? That contact us, or maybe one. We've definitely at least got one. Apolo- yeah. Apologies if you, if you, but they, no, they don't know. Yeah. They might think they're the only one. You are the one we're talking about. <laughs> well, there's been plenty of people called Chris who've contacted the podcast. Very true, very true. But, but no, I think so- only only one of them is a, uh, a member of the factory. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just have, there must be like some sort of anger. Like I feel like this could be like a anger management kind of film. Uh, starring Jim Carrey, and he's getting angry no, and angry as good, it very goes. Um, and he gets, like a liar, he liar has played it. Christ. He has well, sort of. Bruce Is this film Bruce Almighty? <laughs> but he wasn't getting angry and angrier. He wasn't getting passionate, more and more passionate about. He things. gets passionate at one point, doesn't he? I don't know. We... Evan Almighty, that's that's um, that's a shame. Was the character Steve, already? I tell you what, I love Steve Carell. Mm. He's done some bad films. Yeah, Dinner for Schmucks. Evan Almighty. I watched. Uh, I only watched that like relatively recently. Evan Almighty. What? Dinner for Schmucks. <laughs> Expecting. It. Well, because um, so Dinner for Schmucks is a f- English version, an English language, sorry, version of uh, Dîner de Con, which is a French film that is really good. Oh, I'm sure it is, mate. We'll have to take your word. <laughs> <for it. laughs> um, the, my question is: Was he already called Evan in Bruce Almighty? I think so. Yeah. That's a really lucky. It's really pun, fortunate because as yeah. a fan of a pun title, you yeah. must have thought really delighted with it. And they, yeah, <laughs> and they knew. They thought this film's getting a sequel, <laughs> and it's going to be this, <laughs> it's gonna be this character. Guy. Yeah. Anyway, love you, Steve Carell. Uh, yeah. Work. So Jim Carrey gets really, really, really angry. Eventually, he gets crucified. <laughs> oh. I've not seen the Passion of the Christ. 
but it's. I um, can tell you the plot. <laughs> hey, um, my grandparents were deeply religious. I, I'd say they've been to the cinema maybe four times in their lives, and that's that was one of the big trips. Well, that's why it was such a big hit because it got was all gay. the Christians out. It got all the people who the old Christian money. pound. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Right. What about this one? They'll pick a mix. What about this one from Emma? Miracle on Elm Street. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Is it 42nd Street? 42nd? Santa doesn't have an obvious nemesis. Yeah. And we're only, we're a world, as humans, we only really understand good versus evil. Yeah, yeah. So where, you see where I'm going with this? I'm sorry, I've just had such a, like a penny drop moment there. Yeah. He sees you when you're sleeping. Isn't that exactly what Freddy Krueger does? Holy shit. That's... Yeah. So here are kids. You don't know who's going to turn up on Christmas Eve. <laughs> The stakes have been raised now because Freddie might turn up into your nightmares. And what's the opposite of giving you presents? Killing your parents. Last week with Hardcore Listing, we suggested that it was either going to be the devil or Santa that shows up on Christmas Day. And regardless, yeah. it was Tim Allen. And hang on, in a former life, didn't we do Santa versus the devil? Some sort of yeah. Christmas film. Is, there is um, a Christmas film, yeah, that's already Santa versus the devil. Mm. Um, Which feels a bit, I don't know, like a weird matchup. Because they're, diff- they're like from different cinematic universes. They're different cinematic- they? Yeah, but also... Is Santa as powerful as God in the in the mythological canon? It just feels a bit bad, a bit poor from God to delegate like that. Well, we know that Santa like Santa could take on a demon, sure, but the main demon. Santa's main power seems to be his control over time. Like he seems to like <laughs> that is his main power. Yeah, because like over over the over the course of one evening, he manages to deliver a present to every child on the yeah. planet. Well, yeah. the good ones, obviously, yeah. not the naughty list. Mm-hmm. That, but apart from that, like the rest of his stuff is pretty standard. Oh, the flying cart, I guess. Yeah, you can, flying cart. Yeah, yeah, you can fly yeah. a cart. And <laughs> but the fact that he makes presents He's got a serious so, production line. Exactly. But that's exactly that's so he just, could manufacture enough weapons to kill the devil. That's what you're saying. Um, what are they doing the rest of the year? One year they cancel Christmas because all the pre- instead of making presents all year they have to make AK-47. <laughs> okay, that's so big. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. What about this one from Lizzie? Courtney Love actually a fucked up Christmas hey, story. What am I thinking of? No, I've just got two films. Okay, so two films have got very mixed up in my brain. There yeah. Because I watched Love actually on Friday night. Good. My girlfriend never seen it before, and then we watched as a trade Moulin Rouge because I'd never seen it before. Yeah. And Courtney Love. Wanted to be in Moulin Rouge. Did she? And she wanted to be Satine so much that she nearly didn't allow Teen Spirit to be in the film. Oh, because I was about to rights. say, Spells like she Teen Spirit is in the film. Um, that's a crazy film. Yes. I didn't know what to think of it. I think I liked it. You, but I don't know if there's just so much going on that... You recently went on a, off on a, like a rant against... Um, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Yeah, the man's an idiot. But... <laughs> That seemed okay. It had some, but it just had great musical numbers in it. And yeah. in the last year, I just love musical numbers. I've always, my whole life, said that I hate musicals. Yeah. And do you know what? I think I like musicals. Oh, no, Joel, mate. Yes. So, I need to know more about this thing. What What was, as someone who's never seen Love Actually before, what was the verdict? It seemed, pr- seemed like a good verdict. It's hard. Okay. It's quite difficult to watch now, I think. Yeah. I don't know if there's stuff in it that a woke audience can appreciate as much. Or, it's just like, it's quite weird. I think it's viewed in a... 2018 lens is a bit strange. Well, obviously, there's the famous one that everyone talks about, which is uh, Andrew Link and Kira Knightley kind of stalkery yeah, stuff. Is weird, right? And she just like that was weird. She's just like cool with it. But we both had a good cry when Emma Thompson had a heartbroken. Oh, that's still brilliant. It's like one of the greatest scenes. We could just make like a half-hour TV show that's just that bit of the story. Yeah, and just play that at Christmas. And you still get Mr. Bean in it. Ah, what a great when he turns up. Come on. Uh, no, the Liam Neeson stuff I like. Although, again, the kid running through security at an airport. <laughs> it's pretty wild, isn't it? And, yeah, the, it is. and the, when they give him back, the, the security guards are just like, oh, you scamp. 
You scamp. He's run through several. I don't want to sound bleak, but he would have got. He'd been shot down. in the back of the head. Yeah. That would be uh, instant gunning. That would be uh, an interesting end to love. Actually, love. Actually, yeah. Liam Neeson just screaming at the sky, and then maybe Liam Neeson would go on like a rampage to take down all the security guards, and it would be the next Taken film. It's an interesting thought. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do our own ideas? Yeah, please, can Um, we? Okay, mine is Raiders of the Lost Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Lovely. You it, like you like bringing that film up, Raiders. It's because re- it's such a long title. There's serious potential for a pun. Okay, Raiders and Ark are really yeah, good yeah. words for that. So yeah, Heart the Herald Angels Sing. It's one of the great carols. Yeah, it's not the best carol. We'll get onto that in a bit. <laughs> um, Put a pin in that. But what happens is when they open the Ark, it sings Heart the Herald Angels Sing. Do they still melt the faces? It still melts the faces. Yeah, but in a Christmassy way. But they're like happy about they're, it. They're, they're so they're loving it because it's Christmas. Are you a carol singer? And the, the, Were you ever in a choir? You strike me like you've been in a choir. I was made to go to like two practices. I was in the choir, mate. I, I was made to go to a couple of practices and then when um, the big performance day happened, I pretended to be ill and then never went again. I got thrown. Uh, here, here's my I got thrown out of the choir story. Uh, legend. Pretty, pretty rock and roll. Uh, I was in the choir. Before my voice broke, it was pretty good. Anyway, we're, we're doing the choir service at Rochester Cathedral, Christmas carols. Lovely. And there's one of the songs is about... Well, I mean, all of the songs are about this. <laughs> Jesus? It's about Mary's womb. But it literally says that. Okay. And the line is like, To Bethlehem they come, born of Mary's womb. But they don't rhyme, but they sort of work on the page, right? Yeah. So I just really loudly sang one <laughs> to make it rhyme. I thought you were going to say Mary's mum. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really loudly made the word womb the word one to make it rhyme and made quite a few people laugh. Obviously, I did. And it kind of ruined the flow of the thing, and the teacher came and grabbed me out. I was all in the white thing. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> Mary's warm. I really like singing. I also I, I can be a little bit of a show-off in those situations. I like singing. Really? I like singing really loudly. If there's ever an opportunity for a song, like a, if like, yeah, like a happy yeah. birthday in an office or something like that, I'm, <laughs> no one else needs sing, really. I really give it some welly. I, really, I, wouldn't like sing, I don't really like singing solo, but if I'm in a group, ah. I'll let it go, mate. I'll let it shine. Best Christmas carol, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. It's the one where you get to say, Oh, come, let us adore yeah, him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes! Oh, come, are you faithful? Is that, Oh, come, are you faithful? Yeah. And then you really give it the welly on the third one. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. How thin are your walls? Yeah. I'd probably get a noise complaint pretty soon. No way. What for caroling? You'd probably get a fiver under the door. <laughs> yeah, that's the best carol, oh, and I will a, fight anyone that says otherwise. By a mile. Mm. That's the best one. What's right. your film idea? No. Oh, fine. Yeah. So it's the whole plot of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's, just, it's, just, uh, it's just soundtrack by Christmas carols. And there's just some sleigh bells and... Da, 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 Bethlehem. And instead of da, blood, da, da, da. when yeah. they melt, it's cranberry sauce. It's cranberry sauce, yeah. And there's tinsel and stuff. <laughs> Oh, disgusting. My one is, you're in Wizard Harry. Hagrid reveals that by prophecy, the boy who lived must join 70s glam rock group Wizard. (laughs) (laughs) And they're magic, so he can go back in time. He has a time turner. Uh, Yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, Go back to the height of their fame. Yeah. And And he's coining it in every year, basically. And that's it. And that's how when, you know, he goes to Gringotts, he's got all that money. Ah, very good. So he goes back. Very good. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> he goes back, does the single, yeah. and comes back, yeah. and never mentions it ever again. 
<laughs> well, because interesting. People fact- watch the video. They're like, that guy looks a lot like Harry Potter. <laughs> it can't be him. He's in the seventies. Well, an interesting fact is, I would say that um, J.K. doesn't talk about this a lot. Mm. But wizard are the only group in the Harry Potter universe who kind of made it out of the wizarding world and uh, into the human, that's very good. The Muggle world. So they are genuinely wizards. They're all wizards. Yeah, I've and seen that's the way how they, play. they penned those bloody tunes. What? Are their, what? Some of their tunes? Wow. Oh. Wish I still wish it could be Christmas every day. <laughs> Why isn't it Christmas every day? Oh, they are good. Uh, um, some of my favourite Christmas songs. every day reggae remix. Oh. That was a, a misstep from them. Yeah. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you have a really lovely Christmas. Uh, and if you're listening to this after Christmas, wow. <laughs> uh, I hope it's all right. You're yeah. probably listening to that. You're probably listening to that. Lol. Didn't we say last year we made a promise? Yeah, I wrote Christmas cards for everyone who tweeted us on yeah, the day. You had to write ten thousand Christmas cards. <laughs> <laughs> I was exhausted. So if you if you tweet us on Christmas Day this year, yeah, you'll get some sort of personalised niceness from me and John. And if you listen to us on Christmas Eve, why not just schedule a tweet for the next day? You know, use Tweet Deck or something. You don't even have to worry about it. Very smart. Give us a little shout out on Christmas so that we're not lonely. You're not lonely. Everyone's happy, and have a lovely turkey time. Gobble gobble. Hey, and. Just as a final wrap, the final one of the year, this studio, uh, what's really impressive about this studio is that you can book it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> that is amazing, isn't it? Anyway, we know it's the end of the of the session. Session? <laughs> well, I'm not the fucking Beatles at Abbey Road. And anyway, we know it's... Do you reckon they ever got kicked out? Oh, sorry, the Beatles, but there's a podcast coming in next. Um, anyway, there's a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. Uh, and entering the room... It's Freddy Krueger, because we're both on the naughty list, and he's come to murder us. So maybe we'll see you in 2019. Maybe we won't. Hey, John, 20 questions, 20 Christmas questions. I'm going to be something festive, okay? If you're still listening, tweet us uh, the moment at which you get it right. Mm. If you beat me. Yeah, very good. Okay, I'm, and it's going to be festive themed. Cool. I'm a Christmas character. Right, got it. Oh, yeah, I ask the questions, don't I? Yeah. Gender. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is it a woman? No. Okay. Uh, do they have facial hair? <gasps> yes. Are they fictional? Oh, God, that's a... Is it Santa? No. Okay. Does that count as one of my questions? Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. They're not fictional. Um, well, well, depends who you ask. That's why I thought Santa. No, because he is real. Oh right, okay. Um, oh, you meant other religions? No. Yeah, what? that's a clue. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a Smurf. Well, I think you've gi- you, by saying you've given me a clue. Mm. It's Jesus. It's not, well, oh, bearded Jesus at Christmas, is it? Fucking <laughs> hell, mate! I wasn't born with a beard. Joseph. It's not Joseph. Okay, fine. I need to get back to this. Is it from the Bible? Yeah. Okay. Is it God? <laughs> no, it's not God. Never seen the face of God. Yeah. Uh, Herod. <laughs> not the big dog. <laughs> not scary Herod. Oh, is it one of the three wise yes, men? Yes, it's one of the three wise men. Which one is it? <laughs> Balthazar. Is he the one that gives the frankincense? I don't know. that's who it is. Oh. Yeah, it's the frankincense king. Frank- oh, and Frankincense. The- Frankenstein is a film we could have done. Uh, ah. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then... You'll be the best listener.